When you think your breakup's the worst Just listen to some others first A text asking if we can talk tonight Can we talk tonight? Like tonight? Hate it obvious, but over quick It'll suck complete shit Cause it's the breakup Hello, welcome to the Breakup Podcast. I'm Riley Billingsley. I'm Eleanor Drake. Are you on Bumble right now? Well, no, I was just trying to close it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, welcome to this episode. Uh, we're going to read an email first, because uh, we just got this email, and uh, I really want to read it. Um, you haven't heard it yet, so I want no. you, I think you'll have some good advice. We're going to try to give this listener some um, advice before we jump into our episode. Cool. So, um, this is from a guy, I'm not going to say his name, but um, I'll read the email. I'm sending this email to see if you could help me, help guide me into a new way, way of thinking or such. This past May, on the 24th, me and my boyfriend at that time, he broke things off because we were, are heading in two separate directions. We've been dating for five years and this wasn't all of a sudden. There were a few problems. Main one was my planning for my future after I graduated from university. I had two opportunities that involved me moving from Virginia back to California. I turned down the first opportunity at the beginning of May because things didn't line up correctly in my soul. Then the second time was originally for mid-September. I turned down because I decided to go back to school for something else. I turned this down last month so he had no power over my decision. Well, he and I never spoke about the idea of him coming to California with me other than one time. He didn't see himself moving with me because he believed that I'm on a soul-searching journey. So when I turned May down, we didn't talk about it. Then shortly following that, he ended things. On our breakup conversation consisted of him telling me that he believed it was for the best. It was for the best of both of us. I don't know. For both of us. The best for both of us. Is what he mentioned again that I'm soul searching and that he was in my way. We met a week later to exchange items and such. I tried talking to him to see if there was anything that we did or didn't do that we could work on stepping into the new life into new lives of being apart. He wouldn't give me a direct answer and said paced around his room with, and was awkward with silence. Anyways, my main question, since it's <laughs> been a few months since the breakup, the hump is in the rear view, I believe. I realize that I've been numbing the majority of my pain and thoughts with the marijuana over the past few months. I've decided to stop using that as my crutch and embrace this with open arms in all caps and in block letters. How do I get back to myself? Five years is a lot of time to spend with someone, true. Although I am soul-searching and trying to figure out my own life and such, I feel at fault for the breakup of this relationship. Not at fault, but a strong deciding factor. I loved him, but I'm having issues separating myself from who I was before the relationship, who I was during the relationship, and whoever the hell I am now. I totally get that. Tips say to throw yourself into hobbies. Doesn't seem to work. Get back to the gym or fitness. I'm doing that, but I hate going when it feels like a chore. Hang with friends. My friend circle shrunk a lot to where my only good friends are across the country in California because I lost a good amount of friends because of the breakup. I'm just having a hard time trying to figure out what my next step is. Please said some set. <laughs> Please <laughs> shed some light. Uh, LOL. LOL. <laughs> and uh, so thank you so much for your email. Eleanor, after hearing that, what is your advice on, like, how does he get back to himself? Um, yeah, I think a lot of articles and stuff say, like, work out or, like, find hobbies or even or like my stuff, mom. that stuff I've said on this podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And even my mom but, yeah. is like, I don't know, go to a group. And I think at one point in desperation, she was like, you could always go to church. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Anyway, no offense if you go to church. Um, yeah, I think it... From just figure out 
it does help to like find things to do or like go on trips or just do things that you've always wanted to do but felt like you couldn't do in your relationship. That was like big for me when yeah, I after that's my true. breakup. Yeah, you went on some trips that like you probably wouldn't have. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have gone on those yeah. trips if I was still dating him. But yeah. I, there were just trips that I really wanted to go on that like I he just didn't want to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like go on those trips if you want to do that, and then. I think really just, like, it takes a lot of work. Like, I'm still mm-hmm. figuring out who I am. I probably will for the rest of my life. Um, so, yeah, I've, it, it just is, like, a constant journey, I think. And mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're conscious about it and you're, like, working on it all the time, then you continue to, like, learn new things about yourself. Yeah. And, like, new wants or needs that, like, you have. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I really related to, like, um, the losing a lot of friends thing because when I went through my breakup in college, I basically, we had all the same friends and then I felt really, like, isolated and it was kind of hard to hang out with that group of friends and there was a lot of just, like, complications with all that and, um, yeah, I, I feel that. It sucks, but I think... If you can, try to lean on those few friends that you do have to talk to that are like those people that you really feel like you can talk to about this stuff. Just lean on them. And then also like for me in particular, I did, um, I mean, whatever you're into, like I know it sounds annoying, but if you like, if working out feels like a chore, like maybe there's some other like exercise type thing that doesn't feel like a chore or maybe there's some sort of like thing you can do to like meet friends or something like I in particular did improv and met a lot of people and like started hanging out with them Mm -hmm. and I was in a play and I started hanging out with those people and then it felt like I finally had friends of my own instead of friends that were also friends with my ex um and like you just did like a pottery class yeah Yeah. so there's all sorts of yeah thanks yeah that's something that I've always wanted to do but just never really did and finally I was like what fuck it That's the cool part about being single, too, is that you can do those things that you're, like, maybe thought you wanted to, but you just didn't ever do. And then you're, like, single, you have all the time for yourself, and you can do those things that you maybe wouldn't have done if you were putting your effort um, and time into someone else as well. Yeah. And I also think, like, I a lot when I was in an unhealthy relationship, there were a lot of things that I didn't want it that I wanted to do but didn't end up doing because I was scared I would be judged for like liking things Mm -hmm. so anyway I just do those things now because they fulfill me and I can do whatever I want yeah and also I would say try to say yes more to things like when like you have like coworkers all hanging out or you have like random things that maybe you think you might not like but I would say just say yes to it because you, I think, will learn more about yourself if you just are doing things out of your comfort zone and you'll end up meeting friends. And yeah. Just, um, yeah, it definitely takes time to feel more like yourself when you felt like yourself is half gone. Yeah. When you break up with someone, but... And the thing that I liked about happened. saying yes to more things was that, like, I ended up getting... Like, the relationships that I did have in my life became much more like valuable and like much deeper and much richer than any relationship I'd ever had before like platonic or romantic and I also think that like it just like revived me like I got so much energy from spending time with other people instead of being at home and focusing on like why something didn't work out Mm -hmm. yeah I think now 
after being, having been single for such a long time, like my friendships are so important to me because I put so much effort into them because Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything else to put effort into. So like now I like, am I just feel so fulfilled by my friendships and it's like one of the most important aspects of my life is those like close friendships that I have. So, um, yeah, I think that it'll definitely get easier and it's going to be okay. Yeah. The end. Yes. Okay, so now let's get to the real reason we're here today. Um, not that that wasn't one of the reasons. Not, it is one of the reasons, and thank you so <laughs> much for writing in. But, <laughs> um, but the reason we're all in this room right now. Uh, so, Alicia, Conrad, welcome yeah. to the breakup. Thank welcome. you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm going to be very giggly, so I'm sorry. Oh That's gosh. okay, we are too. This is <laughs> so exciting. Okay, so... Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where are you from? It's the best question, right? Everyone likes to answer that question. Um, so I'm Alicia. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey. Okay. Then I, my family moved to Florida. Um, I've been out here. I just celebrated three years. Cool. Oh, yeah. Like just the Wait, other day, right? Just the other day? Like Labor Day? Like what? What day's Labor Day? I think like <laughs> September 4th or... It was like, oh, yeah, no. it was like... It was September 10th. Oh, okay. Yeah, September 10th. So like this week. Cool. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. Why'd you move to LA? I moved to LA um, to pursue an acting career. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Or just like really to just work in like production, things like that. That was my goal. So I actually, I went to the University of Central Florida. So go Knights. Um, (laughs) The college life just wasn't really for me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Um, mom, help me find a, uh, an Airbnb. And I'm going to move in three weeks at 19 years old. And my mom's wow. like, okay, let's do it. Um, I think now she kind of regrets that a little yeah. bit. She's like, that oh, was too young. Um, but yeah, I've been here. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I awesome. love it a lot. Um, and then you and I were just in an It's Personal show together. Yes, so we um, mine and Liz, who's also here, are um, <laughs> our per- or theater production company just did a show Um and it was all women sharing stories, mm-hmm. and you did a story about your relationship and your dating life and all sorts of stuff about love. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, and we've been talking about you being on the podcast for a while, so I'm really excited. I'm excited, too. Yeah. I'm um, excited to meet Eleanor, honestly. I'm a little <laughs> starstruck. <laughs> Isn't it weird to meet someone I, after you know their voice from a podcast? I feel like I know you. Oh, my God, cute. You know me. <laughs> Alicia's been binging me. the breakup. I have. I, I was like, and it, before I told you this too, it's like nothing against the podcast, nothing against like podcast people. Like I get it now. I just never had ugly? time. No. <laughs> they people, all have faces for no, radio. No, people who are into podcasts. I'm kidding. I just never, like I was never someone to like, I love music too. I just never sat down and like just listen, listen to, to music. Yeah. But now like I'm in my car all the time for work. I'm like, I don't want to listen to music anymore. And I just put it on and now I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yay. Thanks. Yeah. Well, it's it's very special for me to meet oh, you, too. Oh, thank you, Ellen. <laughs> Thanks for being a fan. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> let's get into it. Okay. So uh, you had a pretty significant relationship when you were in high school, right? Uh, no. It was like... It was in college? It was like at the end of my high school okay. career. That was weird. Um, <laughs> my high school experience into college. Okay. And moving here, yeah. Yeah. So, um, tell us about that. Okay. Um, I was never, like, I talked about this in my, my personal piece, too. Um, I was never one to, like, really date that much. Like, 
uh, I was always, like, too focused on my career and, like, getting mm-hmm. good grades and things like that. So I didn't really date much. Um, and I just thought all the guys in high school are just, like, gross and immature, and I just didn't have time for that. They uh, yeah, they are. Um, so, like, I had, like, the boyfriends that were, like, like, two of them where it's, like, we're dating, but let's not talk to each other. Yeah, like, like those kind of yeah, young, and young cool relationships. Yeah, where it so wasn't very cool. Cool. Um, yeah. But then, um, like the end of my junior year, like that summer into my senior year, uh, shit just kind of hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And like with family stuff, and then just like things that were happening in high school. Like I got like severely bullied by a teacher in a group of kids what? too. Yeah, it was bad. Um, so I just kind of like removed myself from the situation and I was like lost myself completely. So I ended up dropping out of high school, but it's okay because I was taking college classes at night. So I just full-time dual enrolled. Okay. Um, and I was working at a dinner theater and this is where I met the guy. And I didn't realize this, but, like, the summer before, I went to go see a performance, and I, like, never looked at someone, and I was like, oh, my God, like, you're so attractive. But I saw this person, I'm like, that is the most handsome person I've ever seen in my entire life. And then we started working together. Um, and, like, I was definitely, like, we were in different departments. I was a box office girl, and he was, oh, like, he was a busboy. Um, and, like... I started like kind of asking around, like, "Oh, what's the do? What's the deal with this guy?" And everyone was like, "No, you don't want to hang out with him. Oh, shit. He has, he's a bad kid." This is like anyone who's like, like him more, yeah, right, exactly, right. You're well, like, and? that's what that means to a teenage girl. <laughs> yep. But like, this is in like, oh, where's the wait list? <laughs> <laughs> this is like in 2014 in Florida, and I have to say, like, in retirement home area of Florida. Oh. So like people who are like 420 friendly, I'm totally with you. It's okay. But at the time it was not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, he smokes weed. I was like very conservative. So conservative. And they're like, he dropped out of high school. He like had so many pregnancy scares. And I'm like, oh yeah, not hanging out with this kid. But like he would like try and come and surprise me. And like, he's a musician. So ugh started playing like the piano at work too and then I started to become like smitten but I was always like I'm too good for this um <laughs> and then prom came around mm-hmm. and so you were still in school I was like I'm still a part of like I'm still a part of that school but like I High don't school. attend yeah okay. I don't attend but You're all like, like homeschooled essentially well, she's no, I went to like yeah, I went to the community credit. college. Okay, I yeah. see, I see. But like anything that happened at the high school, I'm still enrolled there technically that I can still go to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like prom came around, I already had my dress because I like to do things like that, but I was like not gonna go. Yeah. Because I heard a lot of rumors that people were gonna do horrible things to me at prom, and I'm like, it's okay, God, I'm just not gonna go. Um, but like I love all those things. So mm-hmm. someone decided at work, let's get Alicia a date. So they literally made signs and put it in, like, the service bar area where all the busboys are going. Like, Alicia needs a date. And the next day I showed up, and there was flowers and a card on my desk being like, will you go to your prom with me? And it was from this kid. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, (laughs) okay. So then we started, like, he took me out. Although I used to tell people that, like, our first date, he took me to, like, a Carabas, and we ate, because that was the initial plan, mm-hmm. and then we both agreed, let's just tell people that, but no, we ended up back at his house, which he was living with his grandmother, to go look at his World of Warcraft account, 
And this is important for okay. the end of the story. Okay. What's a carabas? It's like a, it's like, it's, isn't it like a macaroni grill or something? It's all it's, a part of that. Yeah. It's, it's like a chain like, it's Italian like a chain restaurant. restaurant. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause Are there any in LA? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I've never heard of it's it. It's an old people thing. Sorry if anyone likes carabas. It's great, but like old people love it. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah. So then we like went to prom and it was awesome and it was great. He was also like, oh, in order to go to prom, he had to be like enrolled back in school. So like he went back oh, to you have school to be, like, for me. A, a, you have to be a student. student. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, you know, bad boy. Oh my God, I love a project. He's I going mean, back he to sh- school yeah, for I mean, me. Yeah, he should probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he anyway. didn't finish. Sorry, okay. he didn't. But um, yeah. So then we started like dating. And this was like, we started dating in April. In June, I went off to college. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't far. It was like three and a half hours, which... I, like, to Los Angeles people, I think, is very far. But, like, in Florida, everything is flat. Yeah. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but apparently it was too much for him because he, like, never came to visit me. Um, but I would make the trip, like, every other weekend to come see him. And things started out fine. Like, I thought I was really happy. Were you, like, totally down to do a long-distance thing? You were just like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, we're, like I asked him first, too. Like, this it. was the plan before he ever pursued me. Like, this is what's happening. Are you okay with it? And he's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. We're um, in it. Hmm? We're in it. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, and he had planned to, like, come visit me and things like that. Um, but things started to get kind of weird. Where, like, he started, like, smoking again. Because for a while, he's like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm pretty sure he still was. Um, but then he came out to me, and he's like, I'm doing this again. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like this. Started drinking a lot. Started, um, well, he got fired from the dinner theater job um, for something stupid. Like, I don't even remember. Then that was, like, that was awful for him. And he plummeted. Mm-hmm. And, like, I started to realize he's taking things out on me. Um, and would like, not like at this point, not threaten suicide, but would talk a lot about like hating himself. And I'm always like, no, it's okay. You're fine. It's all right. Don't worry about it. He got a job at the Olive Garden, um, and started meeting a lot of women there and they would all end up like in his car later, but it's fine. Cause they're just friends and they would like, you know, how do you know? Weed. Like he was like, I'm just hanging out in my car. With he would tell girl. me occasionally. Yeah. Wait, is this coworkers or people that coworkers? Died? No, okay. that'd be weird. Hey, yeah. <laughs> thanks for the tip. Yeah. Me chant my car later. No, it okay. was coworkers. Got it. <laughs> um, and he started like, you know, they started flirting with him Got on Instagram it. too. It's just funny to imagine like being yeah. a patron at, <laughs> at Olive Garden and then like. Your server being like, hey, um, like, I got some weed if you want to, like, come This is what my, my car, car looks like. my shift and, like, smoke with me. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. But, like, really, it should be before the shift. Well, no, no. Oh, do you, you want to know a tip about the, the breadsticks? Because I've learned this oh, now. tell us. So, for the breadsticks, you get one per person at the table plus one extra. I'm like, that's awful. Now everyone has to fight over the breadsticks. So if you had a party of like, let's say you're going crazy, 14, you're going to have 15 breadsticks. Yes, but also like when they come to you, that's how it is. Also, if you don't, I don't know if this is for every Olive Garden, okay? But if they, if you don't finish all your breadsticks, they get reused. They reheat them, at least at this one. 
So don't go to the Olive Garden in Florida. Um, That doesn't seem like that's up to the health code. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So well, maybe in LA, Olive Garden. Do they have do restaurants in Florida have grades? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't like I think that's because when I was in New York, it was new. So my first interesting. What? Yes. My first year in New York, when I first moved there, none of the restaurants had grades. And then the health code, like the health department of New York City started implementing a grading system in their restaurants. And I have to tell you, so many (laughs) many of them had like C's. Oh, yes. I believe that. C's and B's. Like very rarely would you see an A restaurant because they just like didn't have the infrastructure in which it was required for them to clean their restaurants. Ocean rat city out there. Yeah, it's <laughs> the experience. Dirty. Right? Interesting. It's like a dinner show. So he has yeah. these Olive Garden people on yes. his car. <laughs> and then like bodies. So you just like he would you would just find out he was hanging out with these girls after work, basically. Yes. And like at first too, like you know you don't want to be like the crazy girlfriends. You're like, it's okay, like mm-hmm. it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um and then they started like flirting with him on social media. One in particular who like because he was a musician. I will say this like to this day, he is an amazing guitarist, like mm. absolutely insane. Um, so this girl like would watch his videos and be like, "Oh my god, we should like sing together and stuff." And I'm like, "It's fine." And then later on, I'm like, "It's not fine anymore." <laughs> like she needs to, she needs to stop. Um, and then during this whole entire time, this is kind of funny. We went to different high schools. Um, his ex girlfriend. Um, we went to middle school together mm. and we were like, we were friends. And then she went to like the same high school that he went to and completely changed. She cheated on him at a party that they were both at. And now she's like still together with that guy. Um, but she will constantly, not so much anymore, but she would constantly try and find me on social media and like tag me and things like tag you like baiting him to like say things like to her and be like oh Alicia look what look what he's doing like her mom tried to add me on Facebook like Wait, all what? yeah yeah there's a lot of crazy layers to the story Wait, so she would tag tag you in things so that she would be like, look at the bad thing he's doing. Yeah, like she to she, try to get you to break up with him. Yeah, or yeah, oh. to try and get me like really, really mad. And so of course I would always go back and talk to him, be like, what is happening? Like this girl needs to stop. Also, though, I probably should have been putting some of the blame on him because some of the things that he was like saying, and I'm just like, just don't comment on her picture. Why are you guys still friends on Instagram? Because you don't have a healthy oh relationship. God. So he would like comment on her stuff, and she would tag you so you'd see it. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, it is absolutely, and this would still like go on a little bit after we like officially broke up, and I'm just like, please, just leave me alone. <laughs> I don't tag me. Not doing this anymore. Um, so yeah, so girls would like come in the car and things like that. Um, so when I was in, um, we were fighting a lot. It seemed like if we weren't fighting, things were not normal. Mm. Um, and I knew this whole time like this is not good, but. Like, again, I was, like, in a weak spot, and I was just, like, this is a project, and it's nice to feel needed, and he was making me feel like I was needed in order to make him happy. And I had tried to, like, bring him into my family, and, like, you know, like, I want my family to like you. Mm -hmm. So there was, like, um, this one night when I was home, I was, like, I'm going to make dinner for everyone, and we call it lasagna night because I made lasagna. And it was like a movie. 
because I'm sitting at the, the lasagna is getting cold. It wasn't just my family. It was like some of the neighbors that my like family was really close with too. They're like, so is it time to eat yet? Like, is he coming? I'm like, he's coming. Oh, he's coming. No. And he wasn't coming and he never showed up. That's so sad. And I was more like embarrassed, That's so yeah. embarrassed. that my family saw this. Yeah. I'm like, now I can't even pretend he's Because everyone's waiting for him. Yeah. Uh. And now I feel like everyone's disappointed in me for being with this person. Right. Um, then February rolls around. I'm in college. And I just, I can't even really remember, like, what happened. Because this is like, we officially broke up a year and a half ago, but this was a three-year-long relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and something was going on, and he was not answering my texts or my phone calls. And I, I can't remember, but I knew something was up. And I had this feeling that he was cheating on me. And so I was like, great, well, if you're with this girl, I don't recommend this, but, like, if you're with this girl, I'm going to ruin this time for you. So I just kept calling, kept calling. I'm like, this phone is going to be ringing while you're doing whatever the hell it is that you're doing. Then finally he answers, and he basically breaks up with me um, because he says that he wants to go on a date with this other girl that he met at the Olive Garden. They're going to go get ice cream. Garden. Yeah, and then <laughs> I hate Olive Garden. Sorry, Olive Garden. Um, I mean, I want Olive Garden. Now. <laughs> I have no shame, but like, oh that god, sounds good. And then just hung up on me, and that was like my first breakup. That was like a first heartbreak. Literally, yeah. he was just like, I don't want to date anymore because I want to go on a date. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. And that awful. That and I like ripped down all the pictures on the walls. Yeah. I oh took out all the shirts that I had. Like it was bad. Um, and then, like, a week later, he starts texting me. It didn't work out. I don't like her. I miss you. Yeah. Oh, my God. And started just, like, baiting me in. And, like, I like to think at the time, I was like, I'm making him work for it. But looking back, like, you should have just let that go, right? It didn't. We got back together. But this time, no one knew about it. It was a secret because I because knew it people, was bad. Yeah, because people, yeah. I knew it was bad. And I'm That's very you know close with bad. my family. That's when you know it's bad. Yeah. When you won't. That you won't when tell you're anyone. to people in your life about it. Yeah. yeah. And I knew it, and the whole time I just kept telling myself, like, you know, like, when, when you know you're ready to be done with it, like, you'll be done with it. Like, that's what I kept playing mm-hmm. over and over in my head. Mm-hmm. It was bad. He was very manipulative. Um, he was also, like, my first for, like, everything, mm-hmm. and that definitely played a part in it all. When I would go home to visit, like, it just became, like, about sex. Mm. And, like, I realized that. We never went out on dates. Our dates were in his bed, just laying down while he was, like, maybe smoking. Maybe he was drunk. He was really never sober. And watching Cops. That was was our dates. Yeah. Romantic. Super romantic. Then I moved. Then I was moving to California. Yeah. And he wasn't going to stop that. I just told him, like, this is what's happening. You knew that this was going to happen. If you want to end it, I understand. And he's so like, you no. Kind of, were you kind of like hoping t- to find an out? I don't way? know, to be honest, because I think I would have been really sad if he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I think I would definitely be really sad, but I think also I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he said, yes. And I'm like, okay, let's do it then. So then I moved to California a little quickly, like even the plane ride over, um, I can't, I can't remember what happened, but, like, he started, at this point, he got very suicidal. He was very, very down because now, um, I think he was out of work for a little bit, too, and, like, to the point where I'm getting on this plane, and he's, like, messaging me, like, I I hate myself. I'm going to kill myself. Like, these are going to be my last words to you, like, constantly, 
and I'm trying to get a hold of like his mom and his family it's not a bad family. It's just they had a lot of shitty things happen, and he has a horrible relationship with his mom, and his dad is dead. Um, so it's really just his mom, and his mom gave up on him. So I'm trying to get her to try and talk to him. She's like, the only thing I can do is call the cops. And I'm like, what? I mean, I get that. I just, I at the time, I'm just like, how are the cops going to fix your son who is, he just wants attention. Again, this is like a 19-year-old thing right. like this. I mean, if he if, if he was, like, truly suicidal, and then she, like, this is something that he's threatening over and over again, yeah. and then the cops get involved, then they can put him on, like, a non... Uh, well, yeah, they, like they would f- just put them put him in a psychiatric hold for... Baker's uh, Act. Three days, yeah. Yeah. Which, Which is a thing. It's, like, totally honestly, a thing I think that you could do if someone is going to harm themselves, but also I see what you're saying, like, if, like your son needs you like you need to be there for your son maybe yeah. like in more ways than just like yeah putting him in a like safe space maybe you need to like work on getting him help like yeah and be there for him so i think at this time i honestly felt like i'm the girlfriend i'm the mom i'm like the you mentor are, you're literally keeping everything. him alive that's how it felt that's yeah and that's just like yeah it got that's a lot so of pressure, much work especially for someone that young and then not letting like anyone in my family know about it too like my mom helped me move and like as i'm getting into like this airbnb like the time i should have been spending with my mom before she's like about to leave me across the country i'm in the bathroom for hours like telling my mom that i have like food poison or something but i'm on the phone with him trying to calm him down mm-hmm. because he's like crying hysterically he's breaking things and this went on for a long time and it went back and forth back and forth and we broke up many times and got back together and then um he would always (laughs) he would always um like post videos of his like music his like guitar playing on facebook and if i didn't like a video it was the end of the world. Like, you don't support my music career. You don't do this. You don't do that. I support your acting career, which he didn't. He always told me, like, anyone could be an actor and you're not that good. Like, he would say these things to me. Aww. Yeah. Oh and I'm just like, I, I don't know what you want me to do. So then I got alerts on my phone every time he posts a video just so I can hurry up and be like, oh, crap, got to like this Whoa. real quick and then go and continue my day. Yeah. Um, How was your self-esteem during this time? I would like to say it was great, but, like, now, being older and looking back, like, I was a wreck. I was not okay. And I think, honestly, moving to a city where I didn't know anyone at all, being so young, like, it was nice to have that person to talk to every night, you know? Mm -hmm. Even if we didn't really, even if our conversations weren't great, it was like, I know that I'm going to go home, and I'm going to talk to him, and it's okay if I don't have any friends. But... I definitely don't think I should have done that, hindsight. Um, And then one day I'm at work and I get this Facebook message from this guy. And it was like a Facebook like request, right? So you're not friends with them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, what is this? And I, my gut told me it was something bad. I opened it and he's like, hi, you don't know me, but my girlfriend had your boyfriend over the last two nights in her bed. Um, if you don't believe me about all of this, like, this is what's been happening. Like, look in his Facebook messages. That's where all of the proof is going to be. Um, I don't want to, like, ruin your relationship or, like, hurt you. But, like, I just felt like I wanted the other person to know. Do with it as you wish. Um, I, to this day, have never responded to him 
because I was like, I'm, I just don't, I didn't want to believe it, but I also knew it. So then I, I texted him because I'm very dramatic and I was like, I'm done. Cause a lot of things had been happening up to this point. I'm like, I'm done. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I know about blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And then we had a conversation about it and I'm screaming and I'm crying. And then he was honestly telling me like, if you need to end this, I understand. Like he was sad, but he's like, if you need to do this, I understand. And I still held on. And I was just like, no, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. He's just like, do what you think is right as he's crying. Like, I love you. And like, you're the only one for me, but like, I understand I messed up and I'm like, no. And then I thought I played hard to get again. And then we ended up getting back together. Um, what a roller coaster. It's yeah. And then he came to visit me. Okay. In California. And I couldn't tell my family about it, but I didn't want to lie to them. So I was like, yeah, so like, you know, we're broken up, but like, we're good friends. He's coming out to look at a music school. So he asked if he could stay for a few days. And they're like, okay. It was the worst week and a half of my life. He was never sober. I told him, don't smoke in my apartment. You can smoke outside if that's what you need to do. Smoked in my apartment every day that I was at work. He would literally go on the streets and like try and get weed from people. Um, Lost a skateboard, made me buy him a skateboard. We went to Disney. I thought that was going to be great. I paid for um, our tickets. And um, he had to have a pot brownie before. And at first I was like really pissed off about it. But I'm like, you're better when you're not sober. Then the pot brownie wore off around 1 o'clock and he was done. And it was a scene in Disney. And it was bad. Like people were looking at us. And I'm like crying hysterically. And I just want to go. So then we left. Um, he posted pictures about his trip to California on his social media, but I was never included in any of them. I was never in any of the captions, nothing like that. Um, and then, again, this just kept kind of going on, but then when we broke up, this was, um, a month before our three-year relation, three-year anniversary of our relationship, um, it was going really bad. He hadn't been talking to me. It'd be, like, going days at a time. Um, and then, um, he, I posted a, uh, a video of Ed Sheeran's song Happier on Facebook, a little bit towards him, but also like not, he ended up liking it and then he deleted me on Facebook. What is that song like? It was basically like without someone. Yeah. He was just like looking at her and he's like, this is Ed Sheeran looking at this girl and he's like, yeah, you look happier even if it's not with me and you're Mm. with this guy, that kind of thing. So he liked it and then he deleted me on Facebook and then I'm like, what's going on? Boyfriend. Yeah. My boyfriend (laughs) of three years. I'm like, what's going on? They're they're dating. They're dating. Yeah. It's hard to keep track. It is hard to keep track. Okay. And at this point too, like I had gotten, he would go through phases and at this point he was in a phase of World of Warcraft. Um, So I got like a World of Warcraft account and I don't play video games at all just so that you can get the chat thing so uh-huh. you can talk to him because he sent me like a screenshot of his computer one day on Facebook chat and he had like silenced my chat so I would not see that he's online so that I wouldn't talk to him so I got that and I'm trying to like message him like what's going on um he basically told me like I don't want to do this anymore sent me lyrics to a John Mayer song emoji of a wave which is all about, like, making distance work, so it was very confusing. And that's basically our relationship ended. Or, like, 
you would think, because then he would still send me, like, that night and the next day videos on Snapchat of him and his brother just, like, making music. And then I sent him a video. I didn't send him a video. I posted on my story of me walking down the Hollywood Boulevard with, like, my model of a guy friend um, next to the Museum of Broken Relationships, and then I got blocked. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. So he dumped you on World of Warcraft. He dumped me on World of Warcraft. Isn't that great? Like, I, oh my I, God. When this all happened, all my friends were like, are you okay? Because they knew, like, shit had gone down. Yeah. They'd been around times where they're, like, literally pushing my butt through a window because we locked ourselves out of apartment while I'm on the phone with him, and he's literally, like, cutting his wrists. Oh, my God. Like, it got really, really bad to the point where I thought he was going to kill himself and it was going to be my fault. Um, but then at, like... When they were asking me, I'm just like, I'm sad and I definitely cried, but it also just felt so good. Like, I don't think I could have been the one to break up with him. He needed to do it for me because if he would have spiraled after that and did something to himself, I'd think it's my fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was like a whirlwind. That was a lot. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's really crazy. Okay. That was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Roughly, I think a little bit over that. So then, Jeez. like, after that, you guys didn't really talk ever? Oh, he blocked oh, you and stuff. Okay. no. <laughs> of course not, because they don't just disappear. Right. Oh, no, they don't. Oh, they come back. Oh, they always <laughs> they do. Always, they like, always come back. Yeah. Um, no, and then he, like, a few weeks, because, oh, because when that ended, I was just like, I did what you guys were just talking about for your email. I'm like, I'm going to do things that I always wanted to do. Uh-huh. Or, like... I never did the college scene. So then I started, like, hanging out with these girls from work, and they're like, let's go to a club. And I'm like, this isn't my thing, but let's do it. <laughs> and I gained so much weight. Oh, interesting. Doing, like, I ate so Freshman much taco. Yeah, that, I got it then. <laughs> I got it then. I ate so much Taco Bell. Um, yes. I did a lot of, like, tequila shots. And I never got, like, wasted, but I'm like, this is an easy thing. Just pop it in. It's like, it's your juice, right? Um, I got the juice. I got the juice. Um, I definitely gained weight after going through a breakup because I was like, "Yeah, "Eh, let's party. (laughs) No, I was listening to another episode where you guys were talking about that and you're like, yeah, I like when I go through a breakup. I always called the breakup diet. Yeah. And you're like, you lose the weight. Uh, Yeah, no, I gained so much. But I gained happiness. No. Yay. Um, But then he appeared on Skype. Skype. He Skype? tried. Yeah, do, do, do. he tried to Skype me, and I was just like, "What is this? No!" But also, there's a part of me like, "Are you okay?" Mm-hmm. Um, people still use Skype. People still. Yeah. Use, when you are in a long distance relationship, oh, you yeah. learn to love Skype, or yeah, I, I guess mean, not. I was, but um, he didn't have an iPhone, so there's no FaceTime. Okay, yeah, so that makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. So it was just Skype. Um, and then I was just like, I, I messaged him, I'm like, what's going on? He's just like, I need to talk to you. And he definitely baited me in, because I'm like, I don't want to hear this. He was very drunk, and he's basically like, I'm really sorry, I love you so much, like, what I did was awful, like, I definitely, um, oh, okay, he was just, okay, (sighs) back up, um, (laughs) remembering things, um, was just like very nice I guess like I love you I'm sorry I miss you you deserve so much better than me and meanwhile before all this I had like gone on his YouTube page and I found a song um from December which December we were dating um and it was like entitled this girl's name and so let's call her Sarah 
The girl that the guy had messaged you about or someone else? No, someone else. This is different. So it was like entitled Sarah's Song or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So then as he's saying all these nice things, I'm like, boom, I know about Sarah. Then it flipped. And he's just like, "Uh, no, that was a mistake. Like nothing happened. Blah, 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 blah. Then I was like, he's like, I think we need some closure. And he went back and forth because he was like, I love you. I'm sorry. What you did was fucked up. Like, it would go. It would be, like, very bipolar. So then I'm like, okay, if you want to talk, I'll Skype you for five minutes. Mm. So we did. And I'm very proud about how that Skype went because I never, my biggest thing coming out of this breakup was, like, I don't want to hate this person. I don't want to be angry because then I would think that's three years of my life that I just completely wasted. And I just don't want to do that. So I'm like, I love you. I hope you're okay. So we talk about this girl. And I'm like, I know you cheated on me. He's like, I did. Um, And I asked him, I'm like, do you like her? And he's like, he didn't want to tell me. I'm like, I'm honestly asking you, do you like her? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, did you have sex with her? And he started like getting really like, "Ah, you know, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, I think I needed to hear that to be 100% like done and he's just like yes and I started crying but I'm just like well then I hope to god you do like her and you treat her like a princess because I do not want anyone to be treated the way that you treated me because there's definitely verbal abuse and now like older looking back on it and like dissecting it now with like the person I'm dating now definitely some sexual abuse Mm. um and I just want to make sure that that never happens to someone ever again. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. You know, we're not even together anymore. Next day, he's in a relationship with Sarah on Facebook. So, um, and like would still, then they broke up, of course. And then like, that was when I got like this new job. Um, Cause I'm starting fresh and I had met this person. Um, and like, I started to finally figure out what was happening with this person. Cause I didn't know we were into each other at first. <laughs> Um, (laughs) go watch it. No, I'm kidding. Um, and so then he started texting me suicidal things and it was just like, I'm sorry. I love you. Answer me. Oh my God. Fucking answer me. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I won't do this again. Seriously, Alicia, if you don't answer, this is the last words that I will ever say. And it's going to be your fault. Please answer. I don't understand why you're not answering. And it kept happening for a few days. And this person was like, this person I'm dating now is like, you can't you need to block this number. So then I did. And then he messaged me on Facebook, like, I'm not sure why you blocked my number, but, like, I'm really sorry. Stop being so fucking rude and answer one message. I need some closure. Why can't you give that to me? And then um, the person that I'm dating now... I mean, you can say that. Okay, yeah. I was just like, I don't know why I'm doing this. (laughs) I I don't know if it's like... like, We don't like to say names of exes, but, like... I'm like, if I say this name, maybe I'll say all of them. So Libby. I'm dating Libby. Um... (laughs) like messaged him because I was very emotionally distraught and just like dude this is Libby Alicia's girlfriend if there is something seriously wrong like I will help you but you can't keep going back and forth with Alicia it's not fair and she was really nice about it they're saying things like you know like it's gonna be okay like I've been there too but I promise you it's gonna be fine he didn't hear any of that uh, this girl that he dated before me, before the other, like, ex-girlfriend who would, like, stalk me, um, they had dated briefly, and then she started, um, she came out as gay. 
And he would always say horrible things like, oh, my God, I turned her. And so now this was like two for two for him. And he's just like, oh, my God, wow. And then after that, hadn't heard from him. Haven't heard from him since. He's dated. Um, he's dating someone right now. And um, they'll watch my, both of them, they'll watch my, like, Instagram stories once yeah. in a while. He, like liked one of my Instagram photos. Of course he fucking did. Yep. And then he's ghost liked a few of them. And I go back and forth. Like I talked to Libby about this because we have like honestly concerned for me and wanted to make sure I'm okay. And I've discovered things that like things I've definitely deeply hidden inside Mm -hmm. myself not to deal with. Um, I've discovered them and like it makes me really emotional, but she'll be like, do you think you want to reach out to this girl? Like, what do you honestly think that is happening? And part of me, yes, I do, because I want to make sure she's she's okay. okay. Mm -hmm. But the other part of me is, like, I don't want to, because, one, I don't want to overstep. I don't want to seem crazy. But also, like, I think I just don't want to believe that it's happening. Yeah, and, like, it's also as much as, yeah, you want to make sure someone else is okay, it's not your job your job is to, like, protect yourself and, like, make sure you're okay. And it's not your job to, like, you know, like, all you can do is, uh, like, be truthful and honest about, like, what happened to you, but you can't, like... Yeah. You can't, you know, it's, like, it's not your job to protect every other girl that he comes in contact with. Yeah. Right, like, what what do you really gain by engaging... Exactly, and I feel like I just don't want to go back there. Yeah. Like, I hope yeah. they're very happy. I th- hope he's changed and he's grown up, but, like, I think that's all, like, I really can do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to block them? I have before, but then also I think it definitely a part of me was, like, <laughs> right after the breakup, I'm like, I'm doing great. Like, if you <laughs> want to look, you can look. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because yeah, I never really look at them. Like, I never look at their right. stuff. They just, just, I'll like, see, like, they pop up, wanna, and I'm yeah. like, If you really okay. want to care about my life, you can. But like, yeah, you can look at it, but, yeah. like, I just, I don't know. No, I guess I never really thought about doing that. But, um, yeah. So, what did you do to, like, get yourself back to feeling, like, happy and, like, secure in yeah. yourself after, like, literally being, like, verbally, like, beaten down by someone else and, like... I started like, fresh. Mm-hmm. I got a new job um, in a field that I definitely... I was working retail before, and I was not happy, and so I got a job in a field, like, production stuff, kind of, um, that I felt like I was doing something more with. Mm -hmm. Um, I started to make friends over there. Um, It was kind of cool because, like, yes, I'm living in a new city. These people also don't know anything about this, so you can start fresh. Um, I moved to a different apartment, and I used, like, decorating it to be, like, you know, like, relaxing time. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of, like, again, like, what you guys were saying before, like, I just started, like, saying yes. Mm-hmm. I just yesed everyone to death. Like, everyone mm-hmm. does the year of yes. I don't know how they do that. That's too much. I did, like, a month of yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And just, like, again, I think the biggest thing was, like, finding it in myself to be, like, I'm not good. I don't want to hate him. He did a lot of awful things to me and things that will stay with me for the rest of my life, no matter how hard I try and fix it. But, like, I don't want to hate him. So I choose to love him and um, hope everything works out for him. And that was, like, a huge thing Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 
how did going through this situation like affect your relationship with your family and did how did you recover did from Did you finally that? kinda like open up to them about everything? Oh I came clean. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Like Hillary the night. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god, yes. Metamorphosis was the shit. Um Yeah, no, the night that we like broke up on World of Warcraft. Um, I was driving to work the next day, and, like, I called my mom, and I just kind of, like, started off the conversation, like, I'm going to tell you something. I don't need you to lecture me, because the entire time it was happening, I know it was bad, and I am ashamed with myself enough. I don't need you to say anything, but I don't want to lie to you. She's like, okay. I'm like, so I've been dating this person for three years, not ten months, like you thought. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's so much longer. Yeah. I'm like, all the times that, you know, I had to disappear when you were visiting, like, this is what was happening. Um, and my mom was definitely like, I'm, yeah, I am disappointed, but like, I can tell that it hurt you so much to lie to me because me and my mom are so close. Mm -hmm. Um, me and my family are so close. Um, like my brother didn't take it as well because I'm the youngest and my brother is a very passionate guy. That's a lot to say. So even to this day, he'll say things like that you definitely shouldn't say to someone who's been in an abusive relationship, but be like, you know, you should have just left. Like, it was stupid. Like, you are better than that. And like, I do know. My biggest thing I would say to women all the time, like when I'm in this relationship, when I'm not, is like, know your worth. That is like, it's written on my bulletin boards everywhere. Like, know your worth. I love that. Yeah. And, like, I'm definitely living by it now. Yeah. I wasn't then. Yeah, you know, I find that interesting because we do often... I've noticed a pattern of emails that we get um, mostly by women that are about, like, like, oh, this person, like, broke up with me, but, like, how do I, like... But this happened, and I still like them because, like, it seems so perfect and all this stuff, and I... I, kind of want to be like that like know your worth like you deserve better than this yeah you deserve someone who like really wants to be with you and this person is not that person and not acting that way toward you like no you deserve that mm-hmm. for sure and that's a really important thing that I think if like anyone could know anything about like relationships and breakups is like you deserve better than that and like you do yeah you should know your worth and yeah it's really hard to get out of a situation like that when someone is making you feel worthless and it's not easy and um I hope that you can get help but you should know that you are worth more than that yeah yeah I was really into perks of being a wallflower Mm. (laughs) and like there's a quote um where they you know someone was like um saying you know why does why does the character Sam, why does she go after all of these awful guys? And they're like, we, um, we accept the love we think we deserve. Oh yeah. Right. And like, (laughs) that was written all over my notebooks too. (laughs) And I'm like, why listen to it, Alicia. But like, (laughs) it's true. Like when you're in your low points, like you do accept what you think you deserve. And also like, I was a big one into like, you know, young adult romances and, like, movies and stuff where, like, this stuff had... Like, there's literally a book that, like, I would read constantly over and over and over again. It was One Direction fan fiction. But they changed it into a real book, and now it's being made into a movie. Well, that's kind of like, what's it called? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, no, exactly. And I read that, too, because yeah, I was a huge Twilight, Twilight, Twilight Yeah, it's, like, the dirtier 
scarier, in my opinion, version yeah, of a because that yeah, Twilight is also an abusive person. Yeah, and but they yeah, make anyway. you they make you love that. They make you think like that's okay, mm-hmm. and like this person, like I would read that book in certain passages, being like, this is what he's doing to me, but like they end up in the end, so it's it's fine, and like that's not good for young girls. Also, I find that there's a really big pattern of young men like boys essentially that are that often do that thing i've had it happen to me um i know many people have happened obviously it's happened to you where they're like i'm gonna kill myself and if you don't do this or if you don't answer if you don't and it's like i feel like there's some this is something in our culture where guys think it's okay that if they threaten this like that they can get you like they can they pray get, off of your kindness exactly like yeah. they're they're like i guess it's how women always have um what do they call it emotional um uh labor like how women are yeah. always giving out emotional labor like they're doing all this like emotional work and for men so men don't have to do it on their own and take ownership and like often men are trying to um like uh you know like yeah, it's Where it's a really I don't know, but I I really wish I could figure out exactly what what this thing in society is because it seems like a really big problem. They, I know all so the time. many young women that this happens to where where they can't break up with their boyfriends in high school and college, even like people I know like at this age, like stuff like that because they're feeling manipulated by a guy saying stuff like that they're going to harm themselves or yeah. hurt themselves. And it may not even be, it may be true, but it's often just A lot of times not. it's not. And so, like, right. a lot of these That's, things, it's too. It's a big issue. Pe- like, on paper, like, people are like, oh, it's not that bad. But, like, when you're living it, it's awful. If that, person, if that person honestly takes their life, like, one, yeah, you're going to feel like it's your fault. And also, too, like, that person lost their life and you were a part of their life. So, of course, anyone who's a part of that person's life is going to be like, is there something I could have done? You know? So, of course, like, we are... You know, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but we are taught that, like, you have to take these things seriously. Right. So and women are often very empathetic. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, very in touch with emotion. So it's, like, a lot easier for them to be manipulated by that type of, yeah. like... Right. I think, ultimately, like, the that behavior stems from a larger problem, which is that men are not taught to articulate their emotions very well in a way that women are taught to communicate how they're feeling and what their emotions Mm -hmm. are very articulately and like eloquently like you know i i don't know why that divide exists but i think that because we're talking about it so much like when we start having boys like we'll be raising allies as opposed to people who Mm -hmm. are not allies to women I think something I was talking about recently is that like I am like really getting frustrated (laughs) at like having to deal with men who are like unemotional like emotionally unavailable and um Mm -hmm. like uh, so emotionally fragile like I'm so over taking care of men exactly it's that emotional labor like women are supposed to take care of men and like I'm over that shit. Like, yeah. you gotta take care of yourself. Like, you gotta be emotionally connected to yourself. You. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't, get, that, a, don't like, get a girlfriend as a therapist. That's amen. not okay. That is not okay. And I think that's a big thing that mm-hmm. that men just think that they can put their, like, all their, like, emotional stuff onto women because they don't have another outlet for it or don't think that they're allowed to talk about it with their friends. Like, uh, yeah. women, often, we talk to our friends about our emotional, like, mm-hmm. things 
and men don't often do that. So then they like put it onto like the person that they're in a relationship with and it can be really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Very toxic. Yeah. Um, so how did you go from dating a guy to dating a girl? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) No, I don't know. God. Okay. Well, wasn't something you planned. Not at all. I didn't even know it was happening until like all of a sudden it happened. I thought we were joking the entire time. Like I thought Libby was just very flirty, but like, I don't know. Like she was. She was. It worked for her though. Um, no, like, uh, I don't know. I had been, you know, I was not looking for anyone in, like, the cliche feeling. Like, thing <laughs> oh that they God, say, bless, bless you. you. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> cliche thing that they say, too. Like, it happens when you... When stop you stop looking, yeah. that's when you'll find And, like, someone. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> but also, <laughs> sorry, it's a thing. Whatever. <laughs> I, you know, I tell people, just, you know, choose gay. Let's choose gay? It's choose great. Gay. Best. Fuck. Like you know what? Why not? Uh, try hey, it. Hey, everyone. Else, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I was going to use this as an opportunity to make like a coming out joke. Switch but that bumble to uh, yeah. women. <laughs> no, it's on. Okay. Well, we'll get off. I'm going all over the place because now I'm like. Giggling. Okay. So how did you guys meet? So we met at work. Mm-hmm. The thing that you're not supposed to really do, but mm-hmm. like happens all the time. It's like where you spend a lot of your time. So it is, yeah. So yeah, it's so hard to avoid not right. being into people that you work yeah, with. Yeah, you sell your soul there. Yeah. 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 And you know what? You see them yeah, every time. And I think what I really think that part of what happens is like the uglies normalize. So you're like, you're seeing like people you would never really be into. Oh, yeah. You see them you're, all the time. And you're forced and you're like, to get to know them. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, this is like, I don't know. It's just like a part mm-hmm. of biology, yeah. I think, like seeing the same people all the time. And like, yeah, absolutely. So like you, you're creating create. a friendship with someone and then you're like, know them. And then you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It kind of like naturally happens. Yeah. yeah. good. That's normal. Anyway. So you met at work. So you met at work. Um, I saw them and I felt like the butterfly thing. Like when I saw this guy for the first time, but like 10 million times more. Mm. And like, again, like I didn't know that this was possible. So I'm super confused, but I was just like, I think we need to be best friends. Um, (laughs) I'm feeling best friend butterflies. (laughs) I think that's what that is. Yeah. Best friends. So like I tried. Have you ever had best friend butterflies for me, Riley? <laughs> uh, immediately the first time yeah. I saw you. Oh, that that was actually the fear was actually butterflies. I was like, this girl will fuck me up, so I need to like so be I'm on love her, with good, her good side. Yeah. Be on their good side. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of another story. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So then, uh, we met in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And they demanded that I leave so that they could poop, and like I was like, "This is hilarious," and I started dying laughing. Um, and then like from there, we started like actually talking to each other. Cause like, "Hey, you're the one I saw in the bathroom." I'm like, "Yeah, that was me." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we just started talking, and then we realized like we have a lot in common, like really weird things, and just like became like best friends, or so I thought. Um, started doing the flirty thing, right? And I was just like, hmm, this is funny, a flirty friend, but, like, nothing is happening, right? Um, then they asked me to hang out with them at, uh, their house. And, um, we drank a little bit and then dared me to kiss them. And so, like, I didn't turn down that dare. <laughs> I kissed them. And we are both like, what? And you liked it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I kissed a girl and I liked it. That's literally, uh, that's literally what I said to my mom. I texted her. I said, I kissed a girl and I liked it. The taste of her Burt's Bees chapstick. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
uh, my mom was like, what? <laughs> Explain. What um, and then, like, I realized, oh, crap, you're not joking. I don't think I am joking either. Um, but Has I just... Libby, like, dated women historically? Oh, yeah. Libby is, like, guys gross. Yeah. yeah Libby is totally into the ladies. Um, and has dated way more people than I have. Not that that's a bad thing, but, like, definitely more experienced, more into that thing. And I was just like, okay. Um, I think it's, like, my impression of same-sex dating is that it's, like, significantly easier than, like, non-same-sex dating. Because you're already approaching somebody from, like... It it would be so much easier for me to approach a woman, in my opinion, than... Because you're not automatically... Like, you're thinking, like, it could go... In, like, a friendship or in a romantic way? Is that what you're saying? Maybe or emotionally, like, it's easier. Yeah, like, it's, it's easier. You're just more emotionally open, like, yeah, to, to, a to a woman than a man. You yeah. understand. And I also other. don't think it's, like, layered in the same way that, like, a female-male relationship is layered. And that, like... There's, like, all this, like, historical, like... Like, fear of yeah. safety and, right. like, all that. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, that's the great thing. Like, you and no, Libby will yeah, say, like... really true. Women I, yeah. do feel safer with me. However, I do, like, Libby has said to, like, has to... Like, gets very self-conscious that, like, um, will make another... Like, make a woman feel uncomfortable because they might think that, like... Like, she is just, like, flirty she, by yeah, nature. she thinks Doesn't that. want to be oh, too much, but they're like, oh, my God, what's happening? So gets nervous about that. Um, but Libby is, like, like, super smooth. Like, walks around, like, the most confident person. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, sup, girl? And, like, <laughs> literally immediately, they're, like, like yeah, okay, I'm, I'm in. Take, <laughs> take me. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's definitely, like, that kind of happened. Um, uh, and then I'm just, like, yeah, let's do this. So then we were dating, and honestly, it's amazing. Aww. Like How long have you been I dating? Guys. August was a year. Cool. Yeah. Um... And it's been great. It's definitely, there's definitely been hard parts. Like, my family feels a little weird about it. Yeah. I don't think so much, I don't know. I think a little bit of it is the gay thing. I think a lot of it is like, you know, like, yes, I had this three-year-long relationship, but like, it was long distance. They didn't really know about it. I was always doing my own thing. I was independent. Now you're like in a relationship. Now I'm in a very serious relationship. And to them, like, it happened very fast. And like, we're living together now. Honestly, just because that makes sense. Because I got cut off from my parents, which is okay, because it needed to happen. But like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, and like, you know, my mom said when I was like really depressed uh, when I was dating this other guy she mm-hmm. didn't know about, she's like, I just, my mom would never say this, so she honestly was worried about me. She's crying, and she's like, I just want you to find someone who, like, makes you happy so that you can be, like, stronger because I'm worried you're out there all by yourself. Well, now I have, and so, like, I kind of did what she wanted me to, and now I think she's, like, trying to navigate our relationship, mm-hmm. and it's it's difficult. It's just new territory. It is, for, for sure. to, like, understand. And, and yeah. I don't think either one of us, like, changed, so we're like, please right. just everyone be normal with everything. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, Libby's great. Um, I've never felt more myself. I've never felt more strong in my entire life. Um, we never fight. We have our, we disagree on things, but like where I'm used to, like I literally had like a computer thrown at my head before. That those fights don't happen. It's literally like right. I don't like what you said. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, to Why have didn't you to like communicate it? Communicate with you, and it's insane. And I think that, that one part of that is like a Libby thing, but I do think like in gay relationships, same-sex relationships, especially between like women, like you do have that open communication. Because and, like, you it's have amazing. to talk more than you. It's not like yeah. 
you know, it's not like, oh, these are, like, the the rules that, like, society has established. Like, there's a lot more, like, fluidity of Absolutely. a relationship in general. Absolutely. That you can kind of, you, you have to have those conversations and you have to communicate, like, your wants and your needs. Yeah. And, like, all that type of stuff. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and women, as we were talking about, are much more emotionally capable. Absolutely. So you get to, like, really have that. Yeah. It's, like, the best of both worlds, really. I got mm-hmm. both. And it's awesome. And now we have foster dogs, and apparently we're going to adopt them. So. Oh, my cool. God. That's awesome. When you first started dating Libby, was there any kind of, like, personal kind of conflict that you had where you were like, like this is something I? that's new for me? Like, I didn't have feelings like this before. Not really, which was Just very surprising. Super, right. Yeah. yeah. Like. I mean, that's cool. I, I, like, I talked about this in my personal piece. Like, I never had that, oh, my God, in my gay moment. Uh-huh. And I felt weird that, like, I felt like I should. Like, I don't think it needs to be that weird. I think there's definitely a big stigma. Like, we're in 2018. Like, if you love someone, you love someone. And, yeah. like, I think I've always been the type of person that's, like, it does not... I've never been, like, someone who's been, like, looking at someone and be like, oh, yeah, you're hot. Like, where people do, like, my celebrity crush. Like, Chris Pratt has a hot body. I'm like, I never did that. I think I'm always the type of person that's just, like, I'm attracted to your personality and it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what body you're in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of went with it very quickly, and I'm really happy that I did. That's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm happy. Yay. Yay. That's, what a whirlwind. That's amazing. That you is made a whirlwind. It. And yeah. I'm so happy for you that Thanks. you're in a relationship where you feel, like, love and support and... That's just great. It is great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what advice would you have for people going through breakups and dealing with the kind of stuff that you had to deal with? Um, I would say, well, one, know your worth. Like I know said. Know your yeah. worth, yes. Know your worth. You deserve someone who supports you, even if you're like, I'm going to find a way to fly to the moon. They got to be like, okay, let me help you do that. Not like, that's stupid. Um supports you in everything that you want to do, um, someone who listens to you, um, you know, like, people can call you out on your shit, I think that's great, but there's a way to do it, and not to tear someone down, and if you're in a relationship with someone that, like, it is toxic, um, like, you, you will see signs, and your gut will tell you something, and go with that gut, Because although you're like, I can fix this person, it'll work out in the end, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. I literally watched a video before I came here with Libby. um, Because she's like, you need to watch this before you go to the breakup podcast. (laughs) Because it, like, sounds like something that you went through. Um, And they literally called, like, what I'm talking about, like, they use the term Stockholm Syndrome. And, like, that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, you get roped into this. So... It makes a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah. When people are telling you, like, just leave. Like, you don't have to be doing this. Like, it's so much easier. Find someone that you trust. Honestly speak to them about this. And, like, ask them for help to get you a way out. Because if someone is harming themselves, no matter what, it is not your fault. And it is yeah. not your job to protect them 100% because you need to protect yourself first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can, they can get, you need other people to help you get them help. You cannot you fix can't someone do it on, on your, your own. own. Right. That's, you like, can't. a huge undertaking. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would say if you can't, if it doesn't work out the first time, like, try again. Like, try 
like if if you go back like how you would break up and get back together like if that happens like you can still get out of it like there's yeah. still time to do that again and like just keep trying to find people to help mm-hmm. you like you can get and out leaving of that, that person is not giving up on them like you need to you need to make the right choice that's for you and they you're the fucking protagonist of this story you know like (laughs) you have to be number one in your story absolutely love yourself first absolutely yeah i love that thanks so much for being here thanks for having me thank you thank you eleanor (laughs) (laughs) all right bye everyone Bye. bye the breakup podcast is hosted by riley billingsley and eleanor drake and produced by liz coomer If you like this episode, please subscribe, share, and leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Breakup Podcast. Tweet us at The Breakup Pod and email us at thebreakuppodcast at gmail.com. Head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebreakup to support The Breakup and get some exclusive content. Our theme song is by Alex Hobbs. You can hear more of his original music on Instagram at alexhobbsmusic. Our artwork is by Tracy Wynn, and you can find her portfolio at tracywynn.com. The Breakup Podcast. Trust us. This too shall pass.